Welcome to the Interesting Podcast, episode number 204. This episode is with actor, stunt performer, filmmaker, and all-around awesome dude, Seth Allen Austin. He is great. We talk about him living in Hawaii as a kid, getting into martial arts at nine years old, juggling being an actor and a stunt performer, thinking he had to choose, training with Arthur Mendoza, working on video games, creating his own stuff with his wife, and so much more. Seth is a blast. I'm so excited for you to get to know him, so let's jump right into this. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode of The Interesting Podcast, number 204, with Seth Allen Austin. Theme song time. Going well? Going well. Up early, did an audition. Nice. Oh, no, did two auditions. That was exciting. Get it. And then, and then, yeah, and then meeting, and then now I'm here with you. Right on. Are you a morning person? I do it. Okay. (laughs) I think the older I get, I just, once the, when the thing wakes me up, like if the cat's like, hey, feed me, the dog's like, hey, I have to go, like, I'm up. Okay. Okay. I'm up. I'm moving around, you know. That's a good skill to have. I do it. Yeah. It's, it's those mornings you wake up and you're like, I, like what am I going to do? Usually the answer is go back to sleep. But yeah. if, I, if I wake up and I'm like, okay, I have to do an audition. I have to do this thing. Then getting up is much more manageable. I, I've always, I think since birth, been programmed for the night owl life. So mornings, just not. I don't, I'm a sunset guy, not a sunrise guy. I think I was a sunset guy and then i became a sunrise guy mm. um and it might also be because there's just not as many people up in the morning right? that's true the phone's not going off i feel like i'm i'm my most artistic in the morning just because because like all the to-dos of the day they aren't there yet oh good point and i'm like oh man no one's calling me like i don't wake up <laughs> and my phone hasn't blown up about a million things and i'm just like okay Okay, this is this is cool. Just just me, my cup of coffee, cats and dogs. That's it. I mean, honestly, that sounds like the life. What more do you need? It's pretty good. Yeah. So you're you're in LA now. Yeah. So you're where are you originally from? Uh, originally, I was an Air Force brat. Oh, cool. Bounce around a bunch. It, yeah, not and not so much. Like, uh, um, I was born in Florida, and then nice. I moved to Hawaii. Then I then I moved to Hawaii. Lived in Hawaii for like eight years. Wow. Uh, then, I, then I moved to Arizona. Which, which couldn't have been more different. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tropical desert. Oh my god! Even like just the, the people, I'm sure. Well, yeah, the 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 cultural things, even from Hawaii. Like in Hawaii, I don't think I ever wore shoes. Ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I got to Arizona, I learned to wear shoes real quick because I'd go out, I'd go outside and play and go like yeah, and just my feet on fire. Just cooked. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. So shoes is a thing here. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> noted. Yeah, noted. And then after I graduated high school, like my parents still live in Arizona. So if anyone like the short answer of always where's home is is Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Small town outside of Phoenix called Gilbert. Okay. But that's the short answer. But then there's a long answer because then I like long answers. After I graduated high school, I moved to Chicago. 
Oh. Um, for about a year, I uh, got my my black belt in karate from a karate studio. Sensei Sharky. Bam! I know your stuff. Search. I know your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sensei Sharky and the whole Sideswipe and Sharky family is, man, you know. Yeah. A lot of who I am because of 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 that that group that family and then I went to New Mexico because I was like I guess people I guess people go to college maybe I should go to college or something and uh, college was not for me but the short time I was in college I went to the University of New Mexico okay and uh, to to show how much I didn't know about college like I I was I forget I, I was talking to my buddy about this the other day because I I've always known I wanted to do something in 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 the entertainment industry yeah. Um, it was just like like my my uh, my father, my mother, and my sister are all have their doctorates in in. Dude, so they're all very academic, very smart. And I'm the artist, you know. But uh, but on the on the same hand, you know, I'm going to college and like, well, what do you want to do? You know, you go to college, you got to like, I guess, sign up for something, right? And I go, oh, you know, maybe I'll uh, learn to edit trailers. Okay. Right. And, why not? Uh, why not? Right. And. The now me, if I were to have spoken to the then me, would have said, well, then maybe you should go to film school, not <laughs> not general university, right? Maybe commit. Yeah, maybe maybe do the thing. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to go. My sister went to the University of New Mexico, and they had a an Amigo Amiga scholarship. So I got in. Oh, cool. Because she went, and she taught there. Nice. Um, And I was like, yeah, I'm going to, um, you know, I'll go there. And the classes I took were like uh interpretive dance tumbling which wasn't something what like just because i was like ah, sounds fun even though i was already very good at tumbling right yeah i, was like, <laughs> I could I, do this <laughs> basically i'm just using college as a, as a gym membership now and i you know like math my science was like astronomy i had some media class which I, I never touched a computer or an editing program. And I remember thinking, like, how long is this going to take before I start doing the thing I actually want to do? Yeah. The age old college question. Or even, like, I'm like, it doesn't seem that hard. Like, I, I have, you know, like a, a Final Cut Express on my computer. Can't you just show me how to do that better? Yeah, right. <laughs> Again, now me would have been like, maybe you should go to film school. Go to the place where they do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then uh, I got like a string of sideswipe shows uh, doing cool. shows the navy exchange oh dude so which was which was awesome to go and perform for uh you know the service men and women and their families on on and we went to we had a where did we go that first time we started in istanbul which i don't know if there's a base in istanbul but you know just so happened there was another show in istanbul that is far that is this pretty far (laughs) um we went to istanbul and then we ended up going to like italy spain greece uh was i think our navy exchange shows and then we went back to istanbul to do another completely separate from that tour show oh. uh and then we and then we went home and then obviously that trip made me miss a lot of school so i had to drop the semester oh sure i was like oh boo-hoo oh no <laughs> <laughs> good trade good trade yeah, i'd say <laughs> yeah, it's fine. and then um and then after driving that semester i did like uh, the online school thing which yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have gotten their education from that and have done really great things. But again, wasn't for me. Sure. And I was like, why am I leaving this thing I want to do, which is perform to do this thing, which I've told myself in my brain I'm supposed to do, which is go to college. And I went, that doesn't make sense. So I, I even had to tell my mom, hey, I'm just not going to go to college 
period. I'm just not going to do that. It was a very, for me, a built-up scary conversation. Uh-huh, of course. And uh, my mom did two things. One, she said, well, of course you have talent. Which was very, very supportive. And like the, whoo, you know, the, wow, that could have been way worse. Uh, and then she also, being a business professional, said, what's your plan? Ah. So I had to present to her this plan my, of, of how I will attain success. And she said, what's your plan B? And I remember telling her, uh, I'm not going to do a plan B because that will distract me from plan A, which even that in my mentality has changed throughout the years. I don't think it's as black and white as having a plan A or plan B. I think a little a little different, you know, but then that brought me back to that brought me to California, which then I went on the Britney Spears circus tour, went around with Britney Spears for a year, came back to California, then went to Vegas, did a show in Vegas for about six months and then back to California and have been here ever since. That's not a bad journey so far. Nah, it's I'm I'm well aware that my journey is unique compared to a lot of people. And I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. I mean, there's a million ways to do it, right? So in my opinion, the more different, the better story there is. I'm into it. Yeah, I love it. I got to go back to Hawaii, though, because I've never been. How old were you when you got there to when you left? I was, I was uh, one to, to nine. Wow. That's like super formative years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, like a lot of my development there. And actually, me and my wife went back to Hawaii uh, for a vacation just slightly before COVID, like, I don't know, 2018, 2019, like that. And I remember I chalked it up. I was like, wow, I haven't like been here in Hawaii. I've been at the airport on the way to, uh, to Guam for more Navy shows, but I haven't been like in Hawaii for 20 years. Dude. And I was like, you know, I think, I think if I just like Google maps, my old elementary school, I think I can find my old house. Did you? I did. Oh, cool! And I was like, "Whoa, how trippy!" And like, <laughs> it, was, it was a little, it was, it was a little difficult to find. I did have to call my sister and be like, "What, what street was it?" And she's, oh my god, she's a brilliant person. She like, she's like, blah 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 blah. So even now, I don't know the name of the street. Right? <laughs> she's got her doctorate, Seth. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> she's, she's, she's the smartest person I know. Very, very smart. But there was the house. I found it. And like, you know, they made modifications to it, which like kind of threw me off the path a little bit. But I'm like, oh, yeah. But once I once I like settled and looked at it, I went, oh, yeah, that's it. So very proud of my my memory for finding that. And you're right. Like all my formative, formidable years growing up was was there. That's so interesting because from I, I haven't been there yet. But from what I understand, it's its own sort of solitary ecosystem, mm -hmm. you know, where there's a certain way of life. There's a certain people where it's very different from the mainland. So to have your younger years there and then right before like middle school years, a very different environment. Yeah. Very, very different. Well, yeah. Extremely. Even like you know, climate. Alone, yeah. <laughs> very, very different. But those years are so fluid anyway. Like I'm. That's true. I'm unaware of how old you are, but like, man, high school felt forever ago. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> someone tells me the exact year i'm like oh yeah that was forever ago yeah time is weird and like besides like my body hurting more i don't know <laughs> and then i i see like like uh, there's a high school right over my house and i'll see the kids walking i'm like no those aren't high schoolers those are children yes those are babies you know and i'm and then i i know i'm turning old when like i, I feel like i have old person thoughts of like you know well back in my day we just looked older <laughs> yeah, i know that's what it was 
that's it. That's all. That's all it is. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I I graduated high school in 2009. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm like, okay, all right. 2009 was oh dear God, that was a long time ago. When I realized I missed my like first two high school reunions, I went two. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I did. Huh. Time just keeps going, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so you said you always wanted to be a performer. Do you remember like a moment? Was it always acting or was it where where was your head at as far as that goes? I, I always think of it as like it was a big cone that's been like narrowed down to a finer and then kind of reopened back up. But like, yeah, when I was a kid, I I always loved being the center of attention or like the uh you know if like the mood was bad to do something funny you know uh to the, no better way to get out of an awkward situation than, than to make someone laugh yeah you know? yep and even that like i remember when my like mom and dad would take me to the movies at the end of the movie they'd play the credits and there'd be that little concrete section in between like the first row seats in the actual screen. Uh-huh. Yep. I would always go to that little concrete section and just start dancing. Amazing. Like <laughs> I know what I was doing, just dancing for the sake of dancing. Just wanted to be up. Just 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 go for it. And and so like you, so like even from then I was like yeah, like some something was guiding me that way. But having parents that are very academic and doctors, they they and definitely not from LA, right? Because I feel like yeah. <laughs> industry LA parents are like their their eyes are all like instinctually very open to like, oh, maybe we can cultivate this child's talent. Where growing up with military doctor parents, that's just not a thing, not a thought. Oh, maybe we should enroll him in acting class. You know, like every which is which is cool and bad because it uh, uh, gave me like I I decided everything. Right. right? It was a choice you were making as opposed to something put on you. Which, 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 exactly, which lets me know this is really what I wanted to do. Yeah, sure. No one ever, no one ever went like, go do that. You know, I just, I just naturally found my way here. That's better because you don't have the added pressure of somebody else putting something on, onto you. It's your own thing. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've, I've taught karate uh, throughout the years a lot. And there'd be like some of the kids and their parents are like, you're doing karate, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, I don't think your kid wants to do karate. I don't. Right. Oh. <laughs> and the you know, the industry LA parents like, oh, and then we're gonna. I'm like, I don't think your kid wants to do that. Maybe ask them. <laughs> yeah, or just like I don't know, just let them do. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be. Just you find it. What do you want? That okay, great. Exactly. Acknowledge them as a person. Well, then, and then another thing instead of like once I learned I really wanted to do it, and my mom went, oh, you really want to do it, huh? And I go, yeah. She goes, good, you do it. There you go. And and it made me go. Like, yeah, and it made me go, oh, if I really want to do it, it's up to me. Yeah. They they helped me plenty, plenty. But definitely growing up, they gave me fantastic lessons of like, if you really want it, you're going to put the work into it, not just to do it, not just like to be good at the thing, Yeah. but to make sure you get there, you know? Yeah. And, and at the time, it was like karate and martial arts and going to the tournaments and my mom paid for my tournaments. Nice. Uh, it came to the point where she goes, do you really want to do this? And I go, uh, yeah, I really want to do this. She's like, what do you want? I was like, I guess I want to win. She's like, louder. I'm like, oh, I want to win. <laughs> and then once I, once I vocally went, you know, like, I want to win. She's like, good. Then you're paying for your own tournaments and you're paying for your own flights out there. Look at her. I was like, 
oh. And I went, you hunting doctor. Making me take ownership of my path. <laughs> Why can't you just enable me? <laughs> right. <laughs> what a great mom. That's very smart. Cultivating the artist, cultivating the person, as opposed to like giving homework. Well, I, yeah. And especially like within the business realm of it, because, you, you know, as a <laughs> as a an actor and performer yourself. Right. People mm-hmm. say this all the time. Man, you got to have like a really thick skin, like the amount, of, the amount of rejection you go through. Right. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. and right now, I just feel like I'm kind of callous to it. You, you've been in here a lot. You learn. And don't get me wrong. I still like, you know, hold some auditions more special than others. And I have to, totally. remind, myself, I have to remind myself, don't do that. You know why? Uh-huh. Mess it up. You hold it too mm-hmm. special, you're going to mess it up. This ain't the Super Bowl. This is practice. Just do practice, you know? Exactly. Uh, yep. And, uh, but, she, you know, to, to have that thick skin. And so you got to really want it. It's true. And and not the just be good at acting because there's tons of talented people out there. Oh, yeah. It's kind of the uh, the boring business part that mm-hmm. you don't be good at, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. When, did, when did you start training in martial arts? Uh, uh, when when I was nine. Whew. When I moved to Arizona is when I started my my first official training in martial arts. Uh, my sister beat me up. Nice. And I needed to learn to defend myself. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so so I, I joined the same karate school uh, she went to in Arizona, and we did American Kempo. Nice. Did you like it? Did you did you take to it quick? You know, there's always there's always two sides to every story. You know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I did like it, but I was also a child, right? <laughs> yeah. d- depending on the temperature of the breeze, uh, I, w- I wanted to quit or I wanted to be in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I just had these ups and downs. And another manipulative move of my mother, which <laughs> which I got to thank her for, is uh, she would she would go. Whenever I'd bring up the, I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to quit. She'd go like, okay, well, let's just get to the end of your contract. Nice. Sound like month contracts, you know? No, like within the week, I'd forget that I wanted to quit. (laughs) Instead of giving in to me, just like, all right, well, when you get to the end of your contract, then, then, then we'll, we'll re revisit this topic. And I was like, okay, yeah, God. Cool. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a better tactic than being like, you want to quit, and she just points behind her, and your sister's there punching her fist. You're yeah. like, oh, oh. Right, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. The the violence. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense. Defense. Remember why we did this? Bruises hurt. Got it. That's right. When when did that when did that switch kind of turn to be like competitive at it? Uh, let's see. I I had already gotten my black belt. Um, in Kempo. Cool. Uh, and and then we went to a tournament in Minnesota called the Diamond Nationals, nice. which is which is like one of the largest tournaments in the world for like uh, this the the sport karate organization called NASCA. And I went there, and the only thing I did decent in was sparring. Nice, uh, and because that's you know we actually had a, a pretty good fighting school in Arizona, but I didn't really like fighting. So I did like, I did the forms and man, just like, I wish I knew more to know that I should have been more embarrassed by, <laughs> by how bad I lost. Um, but I lost pretty bad. Uh, like, like, <laughs> forms in, in divisions where it's like, that's not even, you're not even in the right division. You, uh, man. Uh, but then I would see, 
like the the top tier competitors. A lot of those competitors are out here in LA now. Yeah, you know, have grown up uh, like in the stunt industry, just still being like phenomenal athletes and performers. Yeah, yeah. But then going into this like focus of what I want to do with my life, right? Like I I see these performers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like they're performing. Yeah. You know, like they're, um, they're not just doing uh, karate in a, a purely like uh, pure are the moves way. Like, right. Especially with like XMA and uh, sport karate and the flipping and the acrobatics and the music mm-hmm. put into it. There was just this like level of showmanship where I was like, holy cow, like that's what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, and, and so then that tournament really boosted me to start really want, like, I just went to that tournament cause I wanted to go on a road trip. Um, right. <laughs> like, I never, I never liked competing. I was like, eh, I was like in my head, I was like, I'm good enough. Like, yeah, I don't need to prove it. And then, and then when I got to Minnesota, I was like, wow, I'm not good at all. Like, <laughs> but, but like, instead of like taking that as a shot to my ego, I was like, whoa, but that I want to do that. Yeah. It's inspiration. Yeah. It was inspiration. Totally. And I just, uh, from there, started, like, practicing that stuff and practicing and practicing. My my brother, Luke Brodlick, he started going to this. He, he's in uh, Arizona as well, but he started going to Sharky's Karate. In, oh, that's how. Okay. Yeah. I wondered. Yeah. I was like, how'd you link up with him? Because he's not in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, so he, but they would go to every tournament, right? And there was there was a Discovery Channel documentary uh, called called XMA. It starred Matt Mullins, uh, Mike, Mike Chat. And had uh, had uh, Sensei Sharky in there. Cool. And and also I also had Craig Henningsen in there. And I remember we you know we saw this documentary. We were we were at those tournaments. Uh, Mike Mike uh, had his camps uh, XMA camp at the U.S. Opens in Florida, and we'd go there and we we started getting private lessons. And Luke originally uh, did a private lesson with Sensei Sharky. And Sensei Sharky was like, "Well, you're you you have the talent to be flipping. You want to flip, so you're gonna go you're gonna go with Craig." You know, so he started learning, which was like the absolute right fit. And then I went with Sensei because cool. I was I was not very talented at flipping, which, you know, again, I could have been really hard on myself, but I went, okay, well, I'm not talented at flipping, but I still want to do this. Let me get like really good at traditional forms. Sure. And which is like, you know, the like very much like Daniel San from the Karate Kid. Like uh-huh. very like if if you have an image of what karate is in your head. That's what I was like. Let me get good at. And I went with Sensei, and Sensei was a great man. Even even performance wise, just great lessons of having me perform. And then, uh, and then through that, I went to like the summer camps, and I just started going and going and going and going and going. And then caught the eye of uh, Matt Mullins, who put me on uh, the sideswipe teams, and which eventually got me out of college. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, that's a pretty cool path. Yeah, I, it was cool because I, I before I ask anybody to come on my show, I do like three weeks of research. I do everything like I go in and uh, there was a lot of cross contamination between you and Ross Constam. Yeah. And I was we like, have, oh, we oh, so, we, so he's uh, Ross is from Virginia, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm, and I'm from Arizona, but we did the same thing. Yeah. We, we would go to, to Sensei in, in Naperville and, and train and then we'd meet up at the tournaments. Yeah. So yeah. cool. What a small world. It's it's small. And then I forget how many Sharkies people are out here. Yeah. 
it's like it seems like a rite of passage almost. He like trains you guys up and then ships you off to the entertainment industry. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a little he's he's like a he's a talent hub now. Like yeah, just, <laughs> send him out, send him out. Next next batch is ready. Right, this one's um, flipping. This one's forms. <laughs> and and like at all ages now too, because you have you know uh, like I think like the the pioneers of of Mike and Matt coming out here and yeah. Uh, not only with acting and stunts, but you know, uh, not only stunts, but but acting as well. Yeah. Um, and then it, and then it trickled down to us. And now there's kids coming out where like you know, just because my my life and my involvement's here, I'm not as involved in the school. Sure. There's kids that are like, oh yeah, this is a Sharky's kid too. And I'm like, they are. <laughs> How? <laughs> I don't I don't know that person, and, and that's on me, you know, for sure. not, not being involved in the school. But then I see them do what they do, and I go, oh yeah, cool. Right. Cool. That makes sense. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the old sharky flip. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. How'd you get into stunts then? And like, was that intentional? Um, yeah, yeah, yes and no. So, you know, when I, with all that martial arts training. Yeah. And, and, and then um, with, with, with Matt, with Mike, with uh, the, the guys who moved out with me, uh, Brennan Hewer and Donald Mills. Uh, with those guys and, and you know, Ross and everything like the our group was already headed towards stunts sure right and so it was very easy um it was more easy i wouldn't say it's very easy but it's more easy to to already get your foot in that door that way totally i didn't want to do stunts oh you know, I, like i was i i wanted to act right okay but <laughs> uh it was funny my wife and in, 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 like at least when i started I feel like there was this uh, separation. You, you had to pick a lane and it was bad to let either side knew you could do both things. Oh, so, sure. So like if, you know, I'm an actor and I'm telling another actor, I do stunts, then your credibility as an actor goes down. And, right. And then that's what they think of you as they're like, well, you're the stunt guy, you know? And then, and then, and then when they give you phone calls, it's not, hey, I want you to play this part. It's, hey, can you start coordinate my, my, my short film? And oh it's like, yeah. It, I, I understand cultivating relationships, but ah, I can also do this. <laughs> you saw me that way, but yeah, okay, okay, I get it. And then vice versa, when you were a stunt person, you said, oh, I also act. Now the stunt industry goes, oh, well, they actually want to be an actor, so they're not going to put in their full effort into stunts. They're not going to hit the ground as hard. They're not going to, you know, do, do their job. Right. They're going to be more protective of their body, which is not necessarily what we need to sell a stunt. And, and so, you know, to, to that extent, I was like, well, let me choose a lane. And I went, I'm, I'm here to act. I'm going to do acting. And so I started turning down like all stunt opportunities. And I worked at a gymnastics studio making like, well, like when I start, I think I started at like nine fifty an hour. Nice, <laughs> like, like working all the time and still going broke. You know, relatable. I, like, like I remember just lying on the floor, and at the time, my girlfriend—it's my wife now—but uh, is sitting on the floor, laying down, looking at her ceiling, just thinking about the red numbers in my bank account. The true motivation of an actor. Yeah, just going like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I guess I could sell plasma. Uh, you know, there you go. There's options. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, I can do all this stuff. And then she goes, "What are you doing? Why are you being an idiot? Why are you being an idiot?" She's like, "Go do stunts. Go do stunts." And yeah. I'm like, "No." And I tell her the whole argument. 
And she's like, that's that sounds stupid. Just tell people this is what you do, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, good thing I listened to her because, man, my, <laughs> my bank account got to where I could breathe and, like, buy cheeseburgers again. That was super yeah. stupid. <laughs> Rent wasn't, like, an anxiety attack every month, you know? Yeah. Um, and more importantly, most of my opportunities in acting started popping up because of stunts. Oh, you know? cool. Yeah. I, I have gotten a lot of parts cause they, they needed a stunt actor. And, right. and, so like, and again, my whole view of like pick a lane that's kind of gone away now too, yeah. where studios are looking for like, if the, if this part needs the actor to do action they want someone who can do everything yeah and, I, and i'm speaking of like the working actor not necessarily totally the, the the names or the celebrities they're they're in their own yeah they're their own category they're in their own category yeah but like for the working actor like oh now that you can do the physicality and the acting yes you are more in demand yes you yeah in here and then vice versa on stunts and especially with motion capture right yeah to be a, not only to be able to do the stunts but to perform it to be a creature to to look like to look convincingly look like you're cold while falling down right yeah you know um you had to act you had to be able to uh and and stunt coordinators were starting to go like what do you mean you can't say a sentence you know and guys <laughs> are i think more and more going into acting classes because that's just something i recommend it like i'm like just, you know, just even just get like like the basis of a technique down right just, just get like like the first quarter of a class or whatever down just so you have something to go okay you know uh, you don't need all like you don't need all this training but you can say packages here boss and, and not feel super self-conscious with it right you know? <laughs> um, it becomes a skill set of having both and as opposed to before where they tried to categorize you separately yeah and i and i don't this might be a thing i don't know but i know on like some of the stunt websites maybe even on like you know la la casting or whatever uh you yeah you're right you go through and you mark your like your skill sets mm -hmm. and if you're primary primarily like a stunt person you can still check off the box of acting yeah like, oh, by the way i say words you know, yeah like, right <laughs> we need that yeah i'm multifaceted yeah i can speak <laughs> english <laughs> right <laughs> if you need english yeah yeah, yeah. passively passively yeah. <laughs> want to dub me over later that's fine too there you go I love that. I love that you didn't limit yourself. And again, see, having a wife that knows what's up. Yep. I almost said a strong, a strong partner who calls you a moron when you mm -hmm. are. That's that's what I want. And that's what I got. <laughs> yeah. Do you, when did you start training with Arthur Mendoza? Because you are now the second person I've had on who's trained with him. Who's the first? It's a guy named Justin Tate. I know Justin. You know Justin? He graduated uh, way before me. And I... What did I go to? Uh, my wife, Jenny's uh, more acquainted with him. Uh, but yeah, I went to one of his things. I was like, oh, yeah. And so Justin said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he recommended this book to me. The purple one. The purple yep. one. Yeah. One of the that's, best acting books I've ever read. And that's uh, uh, Arthur yeah. put that together. He did. That's how and, I know Arthur, through and, Justin and this. And I was like, oh, so when I researched you, I'm like, look at this. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, I've been going to Arthur for what? I always base it off of how long me and my wife have been together. So I think I've been with Arthur for like seven years. Dude, how'd you yeah. find him? Through her. Yeah. Through, 
through Jenny. I almost didn't go to Arthur. Really? Yeah, be- because of Jenny. <laughs> oh, yeah. How come? She told you the truth? Jenny's very confident in her technique. Oh. <laughs> very confident in it. Goals. To the point where it didn't sound like she was selling me to come to class. <laughs> it sounded like she was shaming me to from uh, because I went to other classes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I went, uh, you know, in my head, I was like, well, looks like I'm not going to Arthur. But then right. uh, I had already done... Um, a little bit of Strasbourg mm-hmm. uh, didn't didn't work for me. I completed an entire Meisner program. Uh, you know, did the two year program, which which I really clicked with. I liked. Did you? I, okay. I liked it. Yeah. Um, and and I got through that, and then Jenny, you know, shamed me for my other uh, <laughs> trainings. Um, right. We'll see if I go to class. But then I went to one of my Meisner techniques is um, master classes. And the teacher there, mind you, this is a Meisner master class. Right. And we're doing the scene, and the teacher holds up a Stella Adler book and starts, as, as I feel like a lot of acting teachers who are put on a stage do, start reaming whoever is on stage at the moment for <laughs> what they are doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts reaming these people and talking about Stella and Stella has a whole chapter on wardrobe and, and, and all this stuff. And then that's when, for me, with Jenny, I went, okay, well, I don't know why you're talking about Stella when I'm in a Meisner act- acting class. Right. You know? uh, but here we are. You are doing this. We're talking about Stella. And I went, regardless of how Jenny put it, Arthur is a direct protege of Stella Adler. Right. He, like a lot of people went to Stella, but Stella only taught so many people how to teach. Right. And she taught Arthur how to teach. And so I went, okay, well, so it was, it was actually the Meisner teacher that made me go, okay, well, let me just go to, right. <laughs> let me just go to Arthur. And I went to Arthur and, you know, I'm sure it's like a, a lot of actors, like if, if they switch techniques or go to a different class, it is semi like starting all over again, you mm-hmm. know, and, and like, and that teacher might find a whole new cluster of things that your old teacher didn't, hasn't found before, or like, or some stuff that you hear over and over and over again that you're like, yeah, I get it. That's a thing of mine. Yeah. Uh, um, and Arthur after a while, cause it is like, uh, he, he speaks like Yoda sometimes that old wisdom. Right. But where I'm like, I, and eventually I would just go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you understand? Yep. Totally. Like, Locked. I, I, I have no idea what, <laughs> what, what you said. I, I'm not ready for this information yet. And then with time it came through or like eventually seeing like the next group of people go through the, the technique exercises. And I was like, oh, got it. Oh, now I get it. But the important part of how Arthur teaches is he, whether it's intentional or or, uh, unintentional, he doesn't necessarily give you all the information for the assignment. Oh, okay. And so he he withholds or he just doesn't elaborate or something. Um, Because as a lot of actors are, you go there and you, you try to do the exercise right. Yeah you try to get it right and that 
isn't or how, how Arthur teaches that isn't what the technique is about because there is no right. It's art subjective. It's subjective and the art is in the discovery of it. Yeah, the truth. The truth. And a lot of people and that truth will that truth will even within like a, a single vessel, that truth will change as the vessel changes. Yeah. You know, like again, um college age me not knowing to go to film school and then this me going like, well, maybe that kid should have gone to film school, but that's only because I have now all this new life experience and information yeah. behind me. And so that will all change. So Arthur's like, he, you know, he's not, you, you shouldn't be trying to get it right. Just here's what I prepared, you know? Right. And, and like some people are so off base and I've been <laughs> off, so off base or like, or like uh, what we all do is we all try to be the best. Oh Yeah. Right? Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll try to be like I'm going to I'm going to explain the most complicated imaginary thing ever and then you finish and you're like that was brilliant and everyone's like I have no idea what the hell you just said. <laughs> and then what's it called the uh the kiss method keep it simple stupid. Uh-huh. You know sometimes just take smaller bites. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then uh one, one little pitch on one more pitch on Arthur. Is Arthur is the only one that I've gone to who hasn't uh tried to sell himself after the training. Oh, interesting. Which I was like, "Oh, yeah." And this really hit me like in a martial arts standpoint too. Yeah. You either know what you're doing or or you don't. And of course, we're like, you know, it, al- it always helps to have a coach, of course. Totally. But, you know, this this town besides the the artistry behind it is also a business sure and not only the business on screen or on set but like even several stages back you know you you go to an acting class and you do the entire acting class and when they're done i feel like a lot of teachers out here will eventually go like okay you're done with the class but every time you get an audition now you have to come in for a private lesson oh sure I charge, you know, you, I charge a lot, but for you, because you're a student now, whatever, you know. Right. Uh, but then you got to pay for private lessons all the time. And then if you book the game, it's like, well, when you get the material, then meet with me again. And we're going to do, uh, you know, you'll pay me for sessions to do all of the uh, b- book work just to do for this role. And then some, you know, we even go far enough as like, well, you need me on set. So just, you know, put it in your writer to, to get me on set. And then you become like, you know, th- then a lot of the art isn't yours anymore. Right. And then you, and then you are so reliant on having this, this handholder with you to, to get you through what you're supposed to be trained to do. Yeah. And so Arthur's like, like he, he has a great story. Uh, he, he was a, a Benicio del Toro's teacher and I might be getting it. He, he, you know, like when you hear the story a million times, even you. Yeah, start- Sure. Around. Gets a little flavor. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I think how it goes is uh, uh, Benicio is going to audition, and he's like, "You want to come with me?" And Arthur, you know, around around the lines of saying, "Like, uh, like you, you want me to hold your hand the whole way? Is that is that what you want me?" To? <laughs> I'm trying to get these. Yeah. <laughs> it's something different. Uh, a little more flavor. A little, little bit more flavor in that. Yeah, but like, you want you want me to hold your hand too? Is that what you want me to do? Well, no. He goes, "Do you know what you're doing, or don't you? Go do it." You know. Yeah. And then I think Benicio did fine. I think so. You know, I, I might I might have heard of him. <laughs> and also, like, from a martial arts standpoint, there is a big thing about lineage. And to have the acting teacher that you click with be a direct 
lineage from Stella Adler. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arthur was a, a dancer. And so my uh, my wife is a dancer and she explains it really good. She's like, when you, t- when you teach ballet, <laughs> if she heard me, she'd be like, wrong. I'm like, ah, okay. close <laughs> enough, all right. She's not going to listen to this, Seth. <laughs> I'm close. I'm close. This is true. <laughs> but like, okay. So like a style of ballet, right? Yes. Because there's, there's many styles of ballet, but like sure. the style of ballet, it's so strict in how you do it. There is no like, you know, but sometimes this feels better. So do this. There's like, nope, this is the way to do it. Right. It is technical. That, it is very technical. And that's what Stella's technique is. It's technical. Yeah. And, and Arthur teaches the technique as Stella had it you know as it was brought as it came from Stanislavski to her her to to Arthur here's what it is there's no like okay but then use all this other right. <laughs> like in this one in this one instance maybe do some sense memory no 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 right but purely from the imagination uh uh here's what it is you know and you go you know, and, and again it's a martial artist or a dancer you're like yes yes it's, okay got this the technique and then once you learn all the rules and are solidified in the rules, then you can break the rules. Yeah. But if it's always so fluid, at least for me, if it's always so fluid, then I'm like, oh, well, now I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I find that I'm more creative within restraints. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it better. And then the plate's too big, right? You go, like, well, where do I start? Totally. And then you're frozen by possibility because there's a million things you can do, so you end up doing nothing. Yeah. It's like looking for something to stream on Netflix. Like, you know, you're just right. Yeah. You spent 45 minutes looking. You're like, actually, I'm tired. (laughs) Do you remember then if you moved to LA, you're doing a bunch of stunts, but you wanted to get into acting? Do you remember your first like professional acting gig coming from stunts? Uh, like coming from stunts where like I eventually like left stunts or, or or when you're doing because I know you did a lot of episodes of Agents of Shield. But I also know you did a really good job on SWAT. Mm-hmm. That was fun. And so it felt to me, just from a viewer standpoint, with SWAT, you had way more acting involved than you would have had just like doing a get a gag. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, it feel yeah. that way for you? Yeah. So I, I, you know, I wasn't like behind the scenes on SWAT where I saw the inner workings, but I'm pretty confident. When I went to audition for SWAT, I auditioned as an actor. Cool. Like, like, you know, I had to, I had to go in the room. I had to do my thing. I auditioned. It was, it was an acting audition. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then the assistant to the coordinator, the stunt coordinator, Cassie Lee, Min- uh, Cassie Lee Minnick, who's awesome. Uh, sh- I'm pretty sure they went like, you know, they were looking through the potential people cause they knew these actors had some stunts to do. And so stunt some say like, oh, well, maybe we got double this guy or not, or let's look for a double for this guy or something, you know, and they, they came about to me. And then I, like in my head, they went, oh, that's Seth. Yeah, yeah, no, just hire him. He can do it. Yeah. <laughs> he, can, he can do everything. We can we can literally stop thinking about Seth because we hire him. Right. We can hit this man with a car. I know for a fact. Yeah, well, yeah, he'll he'll be good, um, which then I thought was really funny because she called me up and uh she said, do you, you know, basically I, I'm supposed to ask this, but do you want a stunt double? Which my retort was, and I don't know if it surprised her. Cause then again, this like lane, pick a lane, right? Yeah. I was like, well, what's the stunt? It's like, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Now, now we're in that, that realm of like, is he going to take the stunt seriously? Is it going to be hard? You right. Know? Uh, but I think my, my overall answer was the right one. And if it wasn't, eh, who cares? I still got the job. Right? Yeah. You got the job. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But my overall answer was like, like if if production is willing to get me a what what is the stunt? How dangerous is it? Sure. Uh, and it's not that I'm afraid to do it. It's 
I'm already getting what I want. Right. I'm I, I am already coming on the show. It's my face. It's my character. I'm acting in it. Yeah. Right? I'm doing my thing. So why would I steal a stunt that could be super cool for someone who wants to do stunts real? Ooh, right? good point. Like, why would I want to take money out of their pocket by me hogging that spotlight? You know, yeah, I'm already hogging the spotlight. It's a stunt double. They're, <laughs> right, I got my do. part. <laughs> they're gonna, you know, they're gonna cut. It's gonna look like me. They're gonna be like, yeah, something great. You yeah, know? Uh, and I'm like, acting. It wasn't me. It was right. <laughs> Magic. It was this person instead. And I was like, but if it's like a little thing, you know, a little, little bit thing, then I'm not gonna. Be, then I then I won't be a diva about it. And like, yeah, I can do the simple thing. Sure. And, and and save production the money. And at the time, I thought it was. I knew I was like I, like I broke a door down uh, with a battering ram, and it was it was glass. But like I'm wearing like full SWAT gear, and I'm like, yeah, it's a thing. So like I'm like I'm in no danger. I can do that. And actually, that sounds fun. Yeah, why not? And then the uh, the car thing is like, you know, the car is just gonna like be parked or something, and then the door is gonna open, and you're gonna be hit by the door. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I can be hit by a door. And then uh, and then when I got there, it was a. Uh, Nah, the car. Because <laughs> it's coming past me. Then he opens the door, and then and then me doing it. I was like, "Oh, this is actually a little scarier than I thought." <laughs> <laughs> That's a car coming towards me <laughs> from from behind. You know? Even better. <laughs> like pretty much like just just hit your mark and let the driver do the rest. And uh, the driver was a a a pro named Logan Holiday. What a name, dude! What a name. Uh, but just man. Uh, even within stunts, you know, there's like different cliques of specialties of stunts. You know, you yeah, got, totally. You got fighters, you got car people, you got horse riders, you got mm-hmm. people who like do scuba diet. You, know, you got yeah, a whole bunch of stuff, right? And man, like I, I don't want to do anything with cars. I'm like, no, <laughs> I drive like a grandma. I'm. Uh, I've seen the margin of error. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like my wife's like, be aggressive. I'm like, no, no, they'll they'll slow up. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. We got tune skis. We're good to go. Yeah. I, left, I left with plenty of time. Right. Uh, but him just like, boom. And I was like, wow, that that dude is so good at his job. Yeah. What a pro. So good. Um, but but yeah, so all that um, that job and that that story of uh, me not wanting to steal, you know, out of a stunt guy who this could be really beneficial for him. Was it more nervous getting hit by a car or doing a shirtless scene on Animal Kingdom? Uh, The car. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, the, the sideswipe, the team sideswipe. Um, uh-huh. we, were, we're, we were pretty known for taking our shirts off. Yeah, uh, uh, it's part quite, of it. Quite frequently, and um, <laughs> I like to say, like my mentor on the team, Matt Mullins, uh, he has eliminated shame out of <laughs> out of a lot of what I do. Uh, I mean, that's good. Really good. Oh my god. <laughs> Another skill. Another skill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. P.S. Uh, no shame. So whatever. Yeah. You yeah. Need. No shame. That's one of the boxes you can check. <laughs> shame. Uh, yes or no. No. No shame here. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, the shirt off in Animal Kingdom. That was, that was fine. That was cool. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a good it's a great show. It is a good show. I was a big fan of it. Yeah. How many takes did you get? Do you remember? Because TV moves fast. TV moves really fast, and that was one of the first ones that made it to air. So my so uh, backtrack a little bit. One of the very first acting things I ever got. I did the uh, the la cliche of uh you know um telling people all right i filmed it it's awesome it's coming on on this oh, time no <laughs> just completely eliminated from the final edit and just going like, 
oh oh so now i've that was a good lesson to you know not count your chickens before they're hatched yeah like, no, 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 let me watch. i'll send you the download you right. let me watch it first let me watch yeah. it. Uh, make sure it's there or if it's any good because it's not good also don't watch it. yes agreed agreed uh, <laughs> and, that, and that moves fast how many takes we do not much we yeah we we moved uh, but then back to arthur's training right oh yeah like they move so fast and as like uh uh a co-star a, a very expositional monologue uh-huh co-star they don't i think have the time to give you what to do oh sure you know when it, as far as like activity or like to make yourself feel real and in the world right some business yeah exactly some business and like i know for a fact without arthur's training i would have been i don't know just standing there maybe put your arm up <laughs> which wouldn't have been super great yeah <laughs> and we'll be like well let me just like let me just do do my technique what's the thing well right now it's it's activity so and, then, and even in that set like i was like can i see, just be not being afraid to ask questions to like the ad or like can i see where we're gonna shoot what do i have yeah and not not taking away from anyone's time but being like literally just like can you put me in my sandbox and i'll figure out how to play yeah you know, and, and taking that time for myself to, you know, it, it turned out to be, you know, me just like putting my surfboard away and cleaning off the surfboard and, and starting to towel off. But then I looked like I was part of the world. Right? You did. It looked real. And my line is now. It's crazy how much business like fills out a scene. Like a mechanic talking, just wiping the oil off his hands is like turns it up 10 times and just realism. It's amazing. Yep. Yep. And then not having to be told to do that. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there's actors out there uh who who work just fine who you have to build their performance. Uh-huh. Then, sure. Well maybe play with this. And then and then again, this is where I go with Arthur. I was like, but then that performance because becomes somebody else. Right. Someone else's choices. That's something like sometimes there's not much to do, or sometimes you're like, nope, all we want you to do is talk. So there's there is no room to to fill that much in. Yeah. But like when the opportunity's there to find that stuff, to find that on your own is like, ah, yeah, I did it. I did a thing. I acted. That real creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? What was your first video game you worked on? The first video game I worked on that like started my career was uh, Insomniac Spider-Man. Dude, mm -hmm. first horse out the gate, pretty good. An another one, thanks to stunts, uh, just just launched me. You know. Uh, again, my my uh, mentor from Sideswipe, Matt, Matt Mullins, he got me on it, and he got Ross on it. Yeah. Ross is much better acrobat than I am, so like, <laughs> he's just he's man, he just defies. He's just me. aerodynamic. Oh my gosh! And I'm more like a wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, right. um, so I get it. I have my place. And at the time, um, how gosh, how many years ago did that game? It came out like 2018. Is when it shipped. Yeah, but we were working on it like three or four years before that. So like at, at the time, my athletic prowess was was much higher. So so I was doing quite a bit of of the the Spider Manning. Cool. But then like just just being there and watching now watching these mocap vets, uh, like like a, a Kevin Dorneman, yeah, uh, out there just like playing. Yeah, and I went. Whoa, because be, then, then it changed from something I like. I didn't see that on uh, on camera sets. 
Totally. You know, I didn't see a grown man uh, going, blam, 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 and allowing, <laughs> allowing himself, like, even the ability to say blam, 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 because it helped him, because it, because he had more fun doing it. Yeah. And, and and thus made his performance better and knowing that like they're like they're just taking your emotion anyway so say blam 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 right you know if it, if it helps you and, and watching watching like him him do that and then watching like uh like michelle lee do that kind of stuff i was like whoa okay and then of course like the actors like watching oh man like Yuri Lowenthal, just I adore that man. Oh my gosh, what a sweetheart! I uh, know it's the worst, <laughs> isn't it? God, <laughs> too. I know it's got to be nice, handsome, and talented. Ridiculous. Yeah, his birthday was a couple of days ago, so, so it was. Yeah, so happy belated birthday. Uh, yeah, year. but yeah, w- watching them, watching them be just mocap and vo monsters, and then me going like ooh, and finding myself just really absorbing as much as I could. In, yeah, in this medium, you know, sure, just clicked. Yeah, just just all clicked, and because I got in through stunts and I worked it hard enough, they started, and, and then they give me like little little bits, like little you know little little breadcrumbs, and then eventually they were like, uh, this you know, insomnia was like, oh, Seth Seth can act. There you go. He can. He, oh, he can. He can hang. And then you know, and then it turned into like not coming in on stunt days, but coming in on like vignette days, where yeah. We're just, you know, we're we're world building, but we're um, we're acting. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're doing it. How how thrilling! (laughs) I I don't have to throw my body at the ground. (laughs) Amazing! (laughs) Uh, And then just getting opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to do that more and more and more and more and more. And then they throw you in the HMC, and you're like, oh man, yeah, this is awesome. And then yeah, every day is still just like new opportunities to absorb some i just uh uh i worked with someone on a different project uh recently. yeah of course <laughs> the and way I, of dnda <laughs> yes and, and i watched how individual performed and some of the tricks this performer did that i was like wait you could do that <gasps> oh what? What? <laughs> yeah and so like you know even even now like me doing uh mocap uh being able to pay my bills for the past like eight nearly nine years i think dude you know coming to that and still learning these like what what yeah that's a thing oh my gosh right that town i'm stealing that later i ain't (laughs) (laughs) gonna put that in my book yeah bad uh, yeah, and I will. I'll just pretend like it's old hat. Like we all do this. Yeah, right? of course. You know that thing you did. That was nice. Nice. I do it this way. You mean you don't know what a blank is? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you you also worked on one of my favorite uh, original series, Orbital Redux. Speaking of ah, Yuri, ah, yeah, that was, that was because of Spider Man. We we did a lot. You know, like uh, the acting, the mirror exercise. Right? Yeah. Well, that's what I feel like a lot of uh, Spider Man was. Where I would be the body flipping, but I essentially had to learn Yuri's lines as well, or right. at least, or at least like the length and the action of what she was putting on it. The timing. Yeah, like word perfect. Now a lot of it came out of my mouth was, or well, nothing came out of my mouth. Like blah blah, blah basically blah 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 blah. Yeah. blah. <laughs> but knowing what he was going and doing, and then us, you know, 
fusing as one person. Yeah. To create this, it's it's just like whoa. And then for Over- Orville Redux, uh, uh, we did the same thing. You know, that show was presented live. Yeah. To to be able to do some of the like fantastically ambitious things they were doing, they were like, you know, a little smoke and mirrors. We'll have a body double, and yeah, while uh, Yuri's in the line, uh, while Yuri's like in like this close of a close up. While he's in space, <laughs> While he's in space saying his lines like I'm in the wide in uh in in my suit like he's like it's all good and I'm like you have to like sync those up so they so they work that was really fun that was a really fun experience I bet I'm trying to tell everyone I know about it so I love having people who worked on it just so I can bring it up again <laughs> well and, and it's like you want them to bring it up because the the novelty of it was that it was live yeah right not, not only live but uh uh view, viewer guided right right like the 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 hidden um suggestion or something that they had to work in and they they were just learning it right there and i'm like whoa whoa like how yeah why why whoa okay and like t- talk about the um self-floggings actors put themselves through of like yeah this is gonna be really hard and really scary let's do it um, I know. <laughs> oh man <laughs> what have i done <laughs> that sounds really scary but let's do it i guess yeah <laughs> i could like, totally do that i could totally get it yeah. done <laughs> yeah like actors i think make their careers just like standing out on a limb totally like, like here we are there's a there's a, there's got to be a slight a slight percentage of masochism in every actor I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Absolutely, they love they love putting themselves through the paces. Just like... no risk, no reward, Seth. I do I do love talking to actors who make their own stuff though, and I have seen every one of your shots with guests, <laughs> all of them. Everyone, every single one that is available to watch, I've seen them. Which which one did you like? I I'll be honest. I liked a lot of them. Okay. The the Jeff Wick. You can't go wrong. The entrance with the hood slide. Yeah. You had me out the gate. I just got rid of that car too, unfortunately. Dude. Well, fortunately, it was time. It served its life. It served its time. I enjoyed that a lot. There was a Sensei Sharky cameo in that, which I thought was cool. Yep. 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 And, and a hidden Matt Mullins cameo in that too. I uh, I pasted my face on Matt Mullins's body. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love. I love washed ashore. That legit made me laugh out loud. Like, are you from Jersey or been to Jersey? I've, I've been to Jersey. <laughs> Just you get it. <laughs> I get it. Sort simple to the point. Yeah. I I, I filmed. I was coordinating a, a zombie movie out in Jersey. And and it was like a weekend or something, and I was just like, I called my uh, assistant coordinator. I was like, Hey, you want to just film a dumb video real quick? <laughs> what? I'm like, Mind you, it was like November. It looked very cold. It was so cold. But uh, again, back to the masochism of actors. I was like, I'm gonna go in the water. You shouldn't do that. Right, right, right. I I hear you. I shouldn't. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go in the water. You know, just are you gonna film it or not? And please do. It'd be very pointless if I went in without you filming it. Right. <laughs> that, was, that was actually, you know what a horseshoe crab is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was the first time I saw horseshoe crabs. Yeah. Like, like someone who's never seen one before. I'm like, you know, what in God's name? is Like, I, I thought I saw dinosaurs. That is a prehistoric creature. And they're like, no, that's just horseshoe crab. It's, a, it's totally a thing. 
I was like, well, the East Coast is weird. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's also a title card. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what, what an awful look. I mean, it's it's beautiful in its own right. right? Exactly, exactly. But, uh, definitely yeah, made a great title card. I'm saying, production value. Like a dead horseshoe crab. <laughs> yeah, what's that I really liked? Uh, I mean, who did the ADR for action in Paw Man? Oh, I did. I had a feeling. Action could have done it himself, but he was booked out. Sure, I understand. Kubo's yeah. the same way. Uh, no, he uh, action doesn't sound like a dog, and so that that is me trying to do his sound. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know, like you know, you grow up, you're like, what's a dog sound like? Wolf, bark, whatever. I'm like, not action. No, nope. He's got this like always, like, oh, oh. like I'm like, oh, what is what is happening to you? That's just how he sounds. Oh, and like his bark sounds like he's clearing his throat to say something profound. He's got thoughts. Yeah, he's got, he's got thoughts. He's got opinion. He's, he's, I, I believe he's part pug. So he's uh, also v- very stubborn. They're lucky they're cute. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what a buddy. What a cuddle buddy. Yeah. He's the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also really liked your St. Crispian's Day monologue. You did a really good job. Legit. Yeah. Like, well done. That, that was uh, Arthur, Arthur coaching me. Yeah. Cool. It worked. That was really, really fun. And again, I didn't go to, I don't have a lot of like uh, theater experience or I didn't go to college where, where you were like, you know, do a play or something like that. Like the first two plays I ever did was like musicals in middle school. Sure. Know, which, you know, came and went. But as far as big pieces like, like Shakespeare or, yeah, or, you know, the entirety of Arthur Miller or Tennessee Williams, mm-hmm. uh, I have never done that. Uh, right. So like even just like sinking my teeth into those bites of like Shakespeare. Very, very grateful to to Arthur for pushing me into that. Like because I feel like like a lot of newer actors um, like, what do I need? Like, what do you need Shakespeare for? You know, like, it's so old. It doesn't even apply. And then once you start working on it, you're like, oh, this is everything. This is the basis of all of it. <laughs> this, yeah, this is this is every story I've ever seen, but like with the most poet poetic language ever. And yeah, it's like what is it? Shakespeare. It. I agree. It's not for like, it's not for like the uh, watching it the first time audience member. Like, right. You definitely enjoy it more with a little bit. Uh, it's like watching poker. I right. Yeah. Like, like if you watch the World Series of Poker. Uh, without any knowledge of the game sure (laughs) cool man are you guys having fun your faces aren't moving i don't get it but then once you learn like how the game is played and you just start getting a little bit of knowledge you're like oh wow this is ooh, this is cool i mean martial arts is kind of the same way any sort of thing where like using a sword like one cut is actually seven moves in one so if you know what's going on you're like "Whoa." whoa but if you don't you're like oh he's just yep like no 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 there's so much there yeah, and that's for a lot of things, right? When like, it takes a lot of uh, expertise and training to make something look easy. Yeah, you know, I agree. Did you did you do all that in one shot, or did you cut it up the St. Crispian's Day speech? Uh, we there there was um a lot a lot of cuts to it. Not like like I performed the speech in its entirety. Yeah, every every time. But one of the things like Arthur teaches is like uh, is size. It took me a long time for me to uncover what his definition of like size was and like like a king has size right like 
Beyonce has size, you know, uh, like this, just like these people who walk in the room and you're like, whoa, they have weight and a size. That aura. That aura, exactly. And so for me to play, try to play Henry, try to capture his size, you know, I wanted the closest, the close ups and stuff because that's, that's where the money is, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like the wides, I'm like, I want, I want to try to get that size out of this king. Yeah. Even though it's just me and like four buddies. <laughs> my, my wife did direct that though. She directed and shot it. Amazing. She is the better half with our shots with Jeff team. That's what it takes. It's team effort. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Filming yourself alone sucks. Oof. Yeah. You, you want me to film with the worst critic I know? Mm. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I, you ever get an audition where it's just one line and you're like, I, I can film this by myself. Oh yeah. It's always so much harder. Uh huh. Like, can you just literally press record? It just it just helps me so much. Yeah. <laughs> I need to not look at it. Yeah. Instead of just being in the room by myself, just being my worst critic ever. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of like the slight bit of masochism when making your things, was schooled always gonna be sock puppets? No. Okay. Whose idea was sock puppets? Mine. <laughs> okay. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that was with with my dive into the VO world. Uh-huh. Uh, I was trying, I was trying to just to, you know, I'm, I have a booth, uh, during the pandemic. I was like, you know, it's not slowing down voiceover. Yeah. And I was already wanting to head this direction anyway. Uh, so then I was like, well, what better time than now? And True. You know, got myself a booth and started going at it. But school came from me trying to make my own temp reel. Oh, I love it. Before I like, you know, drop another three grand on (laughs) professionally do it. Yeah. It's like, you know, just so they can hear me, just so they can hear me. Yeah. And then I had, and then my wife did the same thing. She came up with a a skit too. And we were like, well, let's just basically do a radio play. There you go. It's like, let's do like, you know, you do a radio play. I'll, I'll do a radio play and we'll, we'll voice all the characters in it. And like, uh, there's a, a VO teacher called the VO doctor, Bill Holm. Oh yeah. And he, and he, he put that, he put that little, uh, thought in my head of like, just do, just do a radio play. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that sounds like more fun. So, totally. so I started writing a, uh, a radio play and then Jenny's got, Jenny got hers done first. And we actually got some really good advice on it, uh, from a buddy of ours, Nushir Dalal. Oh, huh. no, she's great. Talking about another one of those human beings. Right? Again. Talented. Just the worst. And they're nice. They say inappropriate stuff, but you're okay with it. I know. Wink at you, and it's not weird. No, because they're handsome. <laughs> just what it's... Some people just have it all. Uh, yeah. Some people just have it delal. It just... Oh, come on. Yep. <laughs> don't enable me for that Seth. <laughs> i know i know a lot of of uh punters out there yeah. I, I try not to enable the punters I just my last name is balance i can't help it, it yeah it was, it was just put there right in front of you huh? it's right You're there like, here we go here we go no i'm sorry uh but he gave, he gave us good advice of like he goes what's this for is it for like a writing demo or is it for your voices because unless you're like a freak of nature talented throat voice manipulator mm-hmm. putting your voice in sequence over and over and over again pretty hard yeah for people to go like oh wow th- th- that was all the same person like they're gonna know right, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, they're gonna know and so luckily we got well not luckily uh 
Jenny was the sacrificial lamb to that critique. Okay. Which then for schooled made me go and, and Jenny, again, a, a, a strong partner, uh, willing to say, don't be an idiot went, uh, like, why don't you, why don't you spread the love a little bit, you know, like, yeah, ask some more people and, and we'll make this better than what it is. And, you know, I was like, no, but I want to hear right. And so, so Jenny's in it. Uh, Walt Gray is in it. Love uh, his his wife uh, Libby Letlow is in incredible. It, uh, who is actually our our puppet teacher? Yeah. <laughs> Which this is a funny story. She goes, "Do you have a uh, a monitor?" Like, and I'm, like <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna flip around my just gonna flip around my little guy." Yeah, that's it. Just, uh, like, just a little little, little guy. thing. Yeah, yeah we, we can see it. The old flippy flip. Oh, just a little flip around. We'll see it. <laughs> and even her she's also a don't be an idiot partner yeah uh, yeah and livy's like you know you should get a better monitor for this <laughs> and i'm like okay whatever i guess be professional <laughs> and, so, and so i like you know take my 46 inch tv off the wall wow this has an hdmi cord so this will work plug it in oh my god what a difference it <laughs> and then even in like the reshoots of it I'm like, oh yeah, that that TV's coming here. Like, no, no way in hell am I doing it with just this little guy. But the socks came in because I wanted it. Originally, I wanted it animated, and I was like, maybe, maybe it could just be like illustrated storyboards. You know, like it doesn't necessarily have to have motion to it. And and I cannot draw very well. And and I know a lot of people. A lot of the animators I do know are talented and unavailable. It's like you know, they're like. It just, you know, this is it's, it's, my, it's my day off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. And I went, well, what can I do? What can I do? And I was like, I can make a sock puppets. And then, and then to me, my uh, sock, sock puppets enhanced my writing because I don't, I don't necessarily, that, that whole premise I came up with like in the seventh grade, <laughs> it was definitely a middle schooler's joke turned uh, just, just, you know, flushed out a little bit more. And then, uh, and I was like, I can do puppets and the puppets. I was like, uh, I was like, Oh yeah, this really fits. And then I'm going to mess up the show's name. Uh, but, uh, Walt, one of his favorite shows in MTV, uh, was the sock puppet show. Amazing. And, and I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, and I watched there. So I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is perfect. <laughs> we got it. It's fantastic. This is great. And it actually, speaking of things that you work on that you hope are good in the end, school's really good. I man, that was and way harder than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I bet <laughs> way harder. Like I honestly, with the sock puppets, I was like, yeah, we'll just you know don't need to make a big deal out of this. Just can't be that hard. Make it a simple thing, and then uh, oh my god, that first edit, I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this know. this doesn't work at at all. Oh, no. uh, and so me going like, okay, I can make it work, but I need like some new shots to fill stuff out which i'm sure happens to like every single production ever gotta be right yeah fingers crossed it'd be it'd be very strange for someone to like nope that's it nailed it first time shot boom okay. i can sleep well, yeah i love that though i love that you did it i love that it came out well i love that you shared it oh i, I love it too i actually thought the other day of a, a follow-up to it which please do isn't isn't in development but yet Yet. Come on, Seth. Little tease. Little tease. <laughs> Maybe people think there's more coming. The tease was, it's in my head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. 
<laughs> at this point, now that you're like making your own stuff, you've done VO, you've done mocap, you've done acting, you've done stunts. Do you have like a dream, like a dream role that you really want to play one day that you haven't yet? Ooh, a dream role? Yeah, or gig, or a, a, just a dream. Do you have a dream still? <laughs> uh, do, do you dream? Yeah, do you dream, Seth? Is there still hope in your eyes? I just just wake up and go through the motions. Yeah, I got rid of that a long time ago. <laughs> if you don't dream, you don't disappoint yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, right. That's awful. Uh, <laughs> no, no um, incorrect. There's like different answers I can give to this, right? Okay. Like a dream role. A dream role, and I don't know if it's like a specific role. Sure. But I would I would love to be, and I know I'm different, but like this this this. Uh, actors roles like all these roles just clicked with me and i know the portrayals would be different but i'm like just what he, he was offered yeah. i'm like yeah man that's that's my bag of chips right there yeah I would love, and one movie in particular but i would love the roles robin williams plays Ooh, yeah especially hook oh dude that yes. that portrayal of peter pan has it's 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 timeless to me, you know, because you you agreed. You watched that movie when it came out, and we were little babies. Uh-huh. Uh, that movie meant something completely different to me than what it means now, you know. Sure. And like even uh, my wife and I are trying for children currently. Not currently, that'd be inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> you took a break. Because <laughs> too small. Uh, <laughs> but um, we're trying for children, and just you know, just just as like his his struggle as a father yeah like wow wow and i don't and i don't know if it's always been because i'm a perpetual child or because i have taught children whether it was martial arts or gymnastics or like especially when i taught those kids you know one of my things about never giving up on my dreams is like especially especially if you if you teach a child and they're they're really really young, you know you you're just there doing a job, right? But you have no idea the lasting impacts that like one sentence or or one day made to the development of this child. Totally, you know, which is a you know it's a it's a double edged sword. You know, it could it it, sh- it shapes them in the direction it's supposed to, right? And one of the things I've always wanted to do for these kids. And like, even though like, you know, so a lot of these kids are grown up, some of them are adults now, but for me to never stop trying, because if, you know, even like 25 year old Johnny made up name, right? Uh 25 year old Johnny finally sees me in something and they go, oh my gosh, that's coach Seth. Yeah. You know, I hope to show them they can do it. Keep going. You, you knew me as, as, as goofy coach Seth, you know, and here I am. And like, I, you know, uh, in hindsight, I don't know how many times I said it, but I'm like, you know, keep going for it. Like, well, my mom, well, my mom taught me and everything, you know, you want it, work for it, go for it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta dig through and do it. And like, if I could be without trying to put more pressure on myself than what's already there as an actor, right. I could prove to them that it's possible. Whoosh. Yeah. Make my day, baby. That'd be awesome. I love that. And then, and then, and so then, back to Robin and you know his his films and those characters. You know, Hook and Patch Adams. Oh man, like uh, Jack. Yeah, all of these like very strong child motivated movies. Right? Yeah, but not 
but the, but those stories aren't necessarily for children. Yeah, they're not dumbed down at all. Yeah, and I'm like, that, like so, like those roles are what that would be a, a really great dream for me to to happen. What a cool answer! I've asked that question definitely more than once, and I don't think I've had that <laughs> thoughtful of an answer. That's really cool. I, I've I've thought about that. You know, I like I, that. I thought about that when I was teaching the gymnastics. Like it was a simple thing. It was a motivator, right? Yeah. Like, hey, man, just it was a motivator for and probably even when I like I came up with it, I didn't realize how truthful it was to me. Right. You know, until I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is this is important to me. And then and then when I have children of my own, you know, it, and it, it's kind of funny, like, uh, what is it? I just heard uh, an interview with Paul Rudd where like, I, I guess his kids didn't know what he did for movies right? <laughs> and, and, and like and like his children saw you know like a, a cardboard cutout or a poster of him like in the movie theater and they just thought he worked at the movie theater <laughs> and you know and it took some time for like oh you know like like when when that's just the kid's life you know it's like oh yeah it's not it's not special but like like for the kids that like knew me as not that like and by kids i mean like they'll be they'll be adults Right. You know, but like even even to, you know, to to make it worth it to everyone's child at heart. Yeah, there we go. That's a cool thing. I think if you're not already there, you are absolutely on that path. I'm going. Well, and then like the more the more you're in the industry, the more you demystify it. Right. Yeah. So like uh, to to a lot. I know explaining to every family member who's not in the entertainment industry, we live in a fantasy job. Yeah, <laughs> like, everyone's, if not second, but third question is right. But when are you going to get a real job? You know, uh-huh. and like, which is totally valid, right? Because I'm sure, I'm sure we've all started our journey in entertainment with that lights and glamour. This is what I'm striving for, and then eventually, and I, I don't know, I, th- I think it may sound like sound like I'm downplaying it, but. Like I, I've learned it, it helps me. It's like eventually it's not lights and glitter and glamour. It's just a job. Right. It's, it's just a job. And and that's awesome to me that it's just a job. Like me as an adult, having a job to me means security. Yeah. It's uh it means people value what I do. That's you know, I, mean, I was in one acting class. Mind you, I was the only adult in a child's acting class. So it <laughs> wasn't necessarily for me, but I took it as for me. And I was like, this doesn't this doesn't resonate with me. Right. Like, oh, right. Because I'm not seven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the note was like, you know, you like you have an audition, you're scared of an audition, you're thinking that's a job, you know, even in your calendar. And like I was like, oh, you're talking to some pretty tech savvy kids here they have calendars now every child knows how to work zoom better than us now so facts absolutely true (laughs) but like you gotta mark it in your calendar as playtime as fun time as part as party and i was like yeah that that sounds nice sure and so like i'm going through my calendar and like every audition uh, sparingly as they are i'm like okay it's not a it's not a job it's Playtime, which eventually I was like, but I like having a job. Right. Yeah. I would like it to be a job, though. <laughs> yeah, having a job's cool. I like I like that. I like that a lot. Let's do that instead. So then I relabeled everything. Probably best. I, yeah. I, well, it's that old adage, right? A dream job is still a job. And there is a technical side. You still got to work. And it's pretty cool to work. Well, and it's like, you know, there, there are a ton of really poopy jobs out there that I would oh, yeah. 
not want to do ever, even within our industry, you know, switching from, even from switching from like, uh, sometimes like project to project. Oh yeah. You, you could still be an actor, but just like, depending on the environment, how hard the work is, the people, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's going to happen. Some jobs are more fun than others. And then it's just, you know, it's just, just a job. Yeah, just a job. exactly. Try to have fun with it when you can. Yep. And then you start treating it like a business, right? Yeah. And then, and then that's when back to my mother. That's uh, uh the what are you gonna do for to work for it, right? Right. That's the the creating. You know why shots with Jeff came in. Uh, why creating your own material is important. You know because yep. And, and in today's day and age of social media, you you can you can be literally you can be anything you want to do. You just gotta tell people that's what you gotta do, or that's what you do, and and you gotta brand yourself that way. Right. right? Which I I. That is something I don't like doing. I don't Same. like mar- marketing myself. I'm, I'm very bad at it. I mm-hmm. uh, and also I just like and that and that's a job too. Like I think if you talk to like any real professional influencer, like oh for sure, that's, that's their job. You yeah, know? like we we scroll scroll through and we just see you know their their brand being whatever film rating they're presenting. Uh huh you know, of, of, of what their thing is, but like, they got to wake up and they got to plan that and they got to do it. And like, why do you think they look so good in their shoots? Cause they got lighting and they got, you know, <laughs> the right felt like this, like, ugh. and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'd rather kind of basically do the same thing, but like for like a movie movie or yeah. like short that could turn into a movie. My, my wife and I, and, uh, our director, uh, Jason Milner, are working on a proof of concept, which will cool. be will be our our biggest production to date, which Hell is yeah. a terrifying thing. And then I I am choosing selective compartmentalization. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I understand this scares me, but I'm not gonna let it bother me right now. Go on to the back of the brain. You there know? you go. I'll save you for the journal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, you got you got to do it, and then this opens in the very beginning of this. You're like, did you always know you wanted to be an actor? And I was like, you know, started off as like a big funnel of, you know, this direction. Uh huh. You went very specific. You know, went to, you were an actor so much to the point to where I was turning down stunt work, right, and going and going very broke very quick, and then and now I'm kind of widening this back out. And then even to contradict myself to the plan I presented my mother of I'm not doing a plan B uh, because it will take away from my plan A. Yeah. I still don't believe in plan B. I just believe in multiple plan A's. Yeah. You know, everything that I'm doing from acting on camera to voiceover to motion capture to you know, shot shots with Jeff to the the writing to the sock puppets, right? Yeah. All of them are different lanes on the same highway going north. Absolutely. You know, and they, they and they all help each other. They do. But, like I've had um and I'm not I'm not looking for like millions of s- subscribers or views, which would be nice, but like sure. That's not my goal, right? I'm not looking for the masses. I'm uh, I'm not looking for you know like like millions of eyes. I'm looking for the right set of eyes to right. to see what I do. And like I I've I've had examples of this already where I've 
you know, even with our little shorts, I've just sent it to directors I've worked with. And then uh, when I do work with them again, they'll be explaining a scene and they'll go like, well, you're a filmmaker. You'll know when to do it. And, yeah. and they only gave, I, was like, I was like, whoa, that like I just relieved them of having to explain this to me because of this short I shot. Yeah. They go, oh, no, Seth, Seth knows he he knows the responsibility of this and, and when to feel it out and when to find it like he knows. And I'm like, whoa, I just uh, I was just making noises for action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Another tool for the toolbox. Another tool in the toolbox. And then just, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of actors. And the world is different than what it was then. But there's plenty of actors who have blown up just making their own stuff. Yeah, it's true. You know? uh, them, uh, them Goodwill hunting guys. I, hear I know. They did pretty okay. Yeah, they did all right. <laughs> all of us are, and all of us are looking to to make the next Goodwill Hunting, right? Exactly. That's what it is. We're all looking to do that, and and that's where it goes. Uh, uh, Arthur, it's like, ah, don't don't try to be the best. Just take the chunks you can manage, and do it the best like you can do. Yeah. You know? Do you? Do do, but do you? You know, you don't have to make Goodwill Hunting. You can you can make a short with with your dogs. Yeah. And, and like. And you can learn from it. And then your next one's better, and then your next one's better, and you keep going, and then you have the next Goodwill Hunting. And then you have the next Goodwill Hunting. But your own, your own. I, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that stuff. I love that you're out there doing the thing. It's been a joy to watch it all. Just, I'm really, I'm really happy for you. Genuinely. You, you, you're out there killing it, man. I'm, you know, it's, uh, it's just my job now. It's just my job. <laughs> <laughs> And just like that, dude, we've been talking for over an hour and a half. Look at that. I, I know. I was, like, I was like, hey, man, how long is I was like, this is fun. Uh, before I release you back into the wild, I got to ask, where can people find your stuff? Where can they find you? Talk to me. So, so I guess I plug the uh, uh, social medias. Here. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, you can find my Instagram at Seth Allen Austin, spelt my, my mother. S E T H and then it's A L L Y N. Pretty cool. A U S T I N. Yeah, thanks. She wanted to give me a CEO's name. Uh, <laughs> I was like, or an actor. Yeah, it's cool too. Yeah. There's already a Seth Allen Austin, but his Allen's different. You know? Yeah, his Allen's different. He's, he's got to go. Uh, yeah, gone. Um, you can also find Jenny and I shots with Jeff YouTube at just, you know, look, shots with Jeff. Spelt J E T H Jet, like it's a it's our Bradgelina, you know. Love it. And then you know, keep playing video games. Chances are, I'm in there somewhere. Yeah, you are, and killing it or being killed. The amount of times that it's happened both ways is probably higher than we all think. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Hey. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at brianbalance.com. 
There you'll find my demos, short films, and a bunch of other really fun stuff. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps and is greatly appreciated. Let the people know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on tpublic.com to pick you up some sweet gear. Also, I've made a Patreon, so if you'd like to support the show more directly and get early releases of the show, you now have that option over at patreon.com slash jedibrian. On that note, special thanks to Daryl, Daz, Ben, and Chris. Your support means so much to me, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.